Hi, ever wonder what it's like to work another profession or live in the underworld? Listen to Unsuspecting Riders give a 10 to 15 minute personal masterclass as I spontaneously interview them as they enter my taxi. I'm your host, Simon Rushton, and this is Taxi Chronicles. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider, another story. Today we are honoured to have a member from the Heart Radio Station and he's going to tell us about his career and what it takes to be a radio producer. So, nice to have you here today, Will. Thank you, Simon. Yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> okay, first thing, what kind of person were you when you were in school? Uh, I think I, I was pretty outgoing, um, kind of uh, confident, I guess, or a little bit more confident than other people. Um, I guess, yeah, relatively talkative, friendly, pretty standard sort of. <laughs> yeah, you were an extrovert, you would say. Yeah, I think so, especially in uh, going through secondary school. I did a lot of uh, sort of music and drama okay. and stuff like that, so... Oh, did you say you studied in higher education and music and drama? No, I, I actually did uh, a history degree for three years when I went to uni, which is completely unrelated to what I do now, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Hmm. So when did you first realise that you had a love for being on radio and you wanted to be on the radio? Um, well, I think it was actually yeah, going through when I got to sixth form. Um, I used to do, like, doing a lot of music stuff, I used to do a bit of sort of sound engineering and sort of live gig stuff. Um, and someone said, oh, have you seen, there's a, a local radio station, uh, the hospital radio station back in uh, Worksop, where I'm from. Um, they're looking for, for DJs uh, or presenters. Um, and they said, oh, you should go check it out, you know, you can, you'll be able to learn the mixing desk a bit more. Uh, and if you're interested in sound engineering and stuff, it might be might be something to do. So, mm-hmm. anyway, I ended up volunteering there um, when I was doing sort of uh, my A levels, <laughs> uh, and yeah, did that sort of every every week pretty much. Went in, put a show together, and and just um, that's yeah, learnt the basics of, of radio basically. Um, so you're truly dedicated then. <laughs> Because that sounds a lot similar to... Have you ever seen the TV uh, Netflix show Defiant with um, Dr. Dre and there's another guy, I can't remember his name, he's like the head in the uh, music industry. Well, if you watch that, his story is similar to yours. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've not and seen that, but... Yeah, that. I know what you mean. And he got the, the Apple Apple deal for the um, Beats headphones. Ah, I see, yeah, yeah. It's really, you should watch it, it's really good. Really good. So... What would you say you've learned throughout your entire career so far that yeah. you wish you knew when you started? Ooh, um, that's a good question. I think, especially in in our in the radio industry, it's quite easy when you're starting out to not be aware of, of burning out because a lot of people, when they start out in the industry, you start out as a freelance, so you just have to take whatever shifts you can get or usually there's two ways to go to get into it you can either go through and and get a job 
if you say if you want to work in programming as a producer uh, you might go through and get a job in the post room uh, or anywhere else around the building that gets your foot in the door I know a couple of people who went and got jobs in sort of like the compliance and legal side of it and then it just gives them the contacts to be able to build mm-hmm. um, around getting those those shifts those producing shifts um, and the other side is if you go through um, with an internship if you can find a station that has either there's usually sort of an internship on a breakfast show uh, which are quite busy shows so there's a lot to do um, or I think I, I know a couple of people have gone through as interns as music interns so they'll go and do the music programming side of it which is scheduling the music um, and rotation and all that side of it so are there degrees in all these subjects or is it just something you've got to go out there and get work experience I think when you start it out you've just got to you've just got to spread your spread your wings as much as possible and see um, and kind of take what you can get really but it's it's difficult when you're starting out sometimes the work will be not as busy as it, as it could and all of a sudden it'll come at once and then you'll find you you can't say no and that's when you can start to, to end up working every day and and it's quite easy to burn out but yeah so yeah but how many hours you because obviously if you talk on the radio it's a couple of hours or two or three hour session isn't it yeah so i guess for for the presenters that that kind of rings true so the show i'm working on at the minute the presenter will come in um around about six o'clock they'll do the show for three and a half hours and then go home at ten um, which works fine because the presenters are, are freelance anyway. But um, the, the for the producers, there's a, there's you usually have a bit of a longer day, so you're getting slightly earlier to plan what's going to go on air for later. Um, do the show like like a couple of hours, three hours, um, and then you sort of come off air, and then you can start sort of debriefing. Okay, what worked well, what didn't work well, and then you're just constantly looking forward or planning forward to what the next show or the next bit of content you're going to use. So your job, you could um, do the same for news or TV then, from what I'm hearing, from your position? I think there's a lot of crossover, yeah. Definitely a lot of crossover. Um, Have you ever considered that? Yes, well, I, I did when I was at, so I did three years of history as an undergraduate, and then I stayed on for a year to do a year in broadcast journalism as a, like a master's degree, which was radio and TV. So there's a bit of mix of both. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'd like to, I'd like to try and maybe cross over to TV at some point. Okay. Um, but yeah. Do you feel that obviously with all these podcasts that radio's numbers are dropping or? Or is it just the same? Well, I think... Well, actually, the last year especially, they've been stronger stronger than ever, especially the digital side of listening. Because now... You're stuck at home. Yeah, yeah. And also, you've got... There's so many ways to listen to the radio now. You know, people... It's not just a case of having a radio. You've got your smart speakers, your Alexas, your Google Nests. Um, you know, we have global... Have the global player, so a lot of app listening is happening. Um, and I think when pe- yeah when people people sort of kind of had a bit of a bit of a preconception that radio is a bit of a dying medium, but actually I think the last year, especially with the pandemic, has proved that people have been listening more than ever because it's 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 a kind of medium which TV can't really do it because TV you have to kind of sit down yeah and it's it's precision planned whereas radio it's one on one to the listener. 
and it's still live and anything can happen. So there's a bit more jeopardy to it. Um, but so radio, is, there's never dele- a delay in recording. So when it's live, there's not like a 60 second delay of what's going on. No, no, when, I mean, when, when we're live, the FM transmitter and the DAB is, is dead on. If you're listening on the app, I think there's like a 30 second delay. Okay. Yeah. Is that purposely? Is it for safety or...? I think just a, a techni- technological... Oh, we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's interesting. So you've done one degree, but you've done add-on units, um, and that was in, remind me again, your history degree, but you did broadcasting. And... Yeah, so I did. So I did when I was doing history degree. I, I did student radio when I went to uni as well. So you're I've kind of done man, it. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because you're young. You look young. Um, so but your position, I suppose, is quite quite a lot older people get it unless you're very young. Yeah, I've been useful. I've been quite lucky to to get sort of the shifts I've got at the minute. Definitely, yeah. Okay, that's, that's good. And you're, so I take it you got the main GCSEs that you needed, uh, the maths, English, science? Yeah, above. yeah, I got, um, I'm trying to remember now, so years ago, yeah, maths, English, science, um, and a, a couple of others. I think, yeah, to be honest, it's weird because a lot of people at the time, you know, when you're doing GCSEs or A-levels or even a degree, it seems like the world is relying mm-hmm. on what you're going to get. Like they, they are important, yeah. but also I think <laughs> I kind of look back now and what I'm doing now and it's like not a lot of it is relevant mm-hmm. and no one's really ever asked me, oh, you know, he got so-and-so in, in this. I think as long as you get what you need, the, there's a lot of pressure for yeah. for people to um, get sort of the, the, the top, top grades. Otherwise, that you know, they're worried they're not going to be able to do what they want to do, but yeah, just sort of enjoy the journey. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the journey. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that's, that's good. Um, would there be anything you would have done different in your career path? I guess it's, it's a weird one because it, for me, it's like I'm still kind of in the early stages of my, my radio career. So I'm still sort of learning. You've still done a lot for you. How yeah. old are you if you don't mind me asking? Uh, 24. So you've still done a lot. You've done your local radio station, you've done um, what you're doing now, and then you did something in between, broadcasting. Yeah, that was the, the, the master's degree. Yeah. Which kind you of... had some other experience as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so what would I have done differently? I think, to be honest, I, like the doing the master's degree was really great and really useful. But that was something which was sort of that was like a news based around sort of media and journalism based rather than programming or content side of what I'm doing now. I think looking back, I could have probably maybe I would have come out of my history degree and tried to get more experience in the industry rather than doing another year at uni. And that's not to say I, I had a great time doing that degree and loved that year. But yeah, I think. I think it definitely in our industry, it really it helps you more to have that hands-on experience rather than the qualifications sometimes, because yeah. people will quite often look at a CV, see they want to see, oh, has he worked at his local station or has he done any other experience around similar radio stations? Yeah. 
Um, and I think even if you start out somewhere where it's like sort of not, might not be the radio you want to make forever, but it still gives you that platform to get started. Yeah, you yeah. need to compromise at the start to get where you need to get to. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 yeah okay, I see what you mean. Because everything about you and your success so far, it, from what I'm hearing, it's all about experience. It's mainly more about experience, and that's why I asked that question. Yeah. And um, going back to the, does Heart Radio have a podcast? So, uh, yeah. So Heart's under um, Global's like family of radio stations. Okay. So there's the Capital Heart, uh, Radio X, Gold, Smooth, and LBC. A real monopoly. Yeah, yeah. It's a real, real great sort of conglomerate of stations he doesn't know okay it's right. a different different company um so so yeah and, and part of that is is a well, part of global is global's original podcast where um they will have certain podcasts aligned to certain brands so for heart for example uh we've got um i think who have got vogue williams has got a podcast with uh i, I can't remember the name of the comedian Joanne McNally, I think, and that's uh, it's called what's it called? My therapist, my therapist ghosted me, um, which is their part, and that's under the Heart brand. But they've also got, um, you know, LBC might have a couple of special reports under certain podcasts, uh, and Radio X do a lot of the comedy-based podcasts as well. What does the future hold for you? Ooh, um, it's again good question. Uh, I think. You know, everyone is is constantly chasing their next gig in radio. So you know, I'm I'm hoping I can <laughs> I can stick around a bit longer and and uh, yeah, find find something where I think everyone's in their minds they have an idea of where they want to be. Um, but as as you sort of you go through the industry and you work for different stations, that can constantly change. Um, so I I went into the industry wanting to. Uh, be a presenter so at uni I was constantly like putting demos together and thinking oh this is what I want to do but then I found when I started doing work experience on the producing side of it I actually I thought oh I'm you know I'm enjoying this a lot lot more this is this is what I want to do so the more you do and the more you progress through the industry the clearer idea in your head you'll get of where you want to end up um, and to be honest I'm not quite sure where I'll end up but like I say just enjoy the journey don't rush it and you'll be fine. Okay, that's good. Um, you've been a great guest. My last question is to you, what impact do you want to have on the world? Say again, sorry. What impact do you want to have on the world? Impact on the world? Uh, <laughs> I guess... What impact on the world? That's a, about this. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. Some people say, I always, it's your ultimate goal. Yeah. So my ultimate goal is to help children, because I come from children's life. So everything I do should be in line with that at the end of the thing. Mm-hmm. So if I become a multi-millionaire, I have become a multi-millionaire owning some um, children's homes, mm-hmm. or what have you, or running, do you see what I mean? Yeah. In that influence. So you're, it doesn't have to be business in line, it could be anything. Anything, yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, it's a really good question. It's, it's something you don't really think about, is it? I guess, um, 
get myself, you know, just get yourself into a position where you're, you're, you know, enjoy you enjoy your your life, your job. Um, I think, yeah, it'd be nice to be sort of in a position where uh, eventually, you know, you can help other people come through the industry and start and start to get, you know, their their foot in the door, and you, you can watch people kind of follow the same journey you did. Um, but yeah, I, I and I do. I want to. I mean, COVID's kind of put it off a, a lot the last year. I want to do a lot more traveling around the world, mm-hmm. see the world, and and just um, yeah, do do all that. Carry on doing doing the radio stuff, and and just um, yeah, see see what comes. <laughs> okay, well, thanks a lot for that. Thank you, mate. Thank and you, we Sammy. wish you well. And what radio station is it? Heart. Just, yeah, hearts, hearts. Okay, then. (laughs) We hope you liked that interview. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe to get the latest daily episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economy and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources? Then listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you will hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am.